All right. Uh, we're starting off the next uh, Crypto Sparta podcast with Gabe uh, talking about the current situation. It looks like from last week, Bitcoin is seesawing. Well, yeah, uh, actually, this time last week on the podcast, Bitcoin uh, dumped about, what, 10K? Yeah. So that was. I hope it doesn't dump again because last time we did a podcast, it <laughs> yeah. goes so well. Vote on up again. That's good. It's good news. Yeah, it's teasing but, um, with 50 right now as we Right, speak. so what we might have going on is a fake out as well because it crashed towards a new low, but then it bounced really hard off that, so that's it's really encouraging. We hope for the best now. I was starting to get a little spooked out. I almost think that each <laughs> week we should also discuss, like, um, with all the changes in Bitcoin, the total liquidations just each week. It's yeah, about that was a lot. I think it's about thirteen <laughs> billion in liquidations, and so dude, I think Doge liquidations were above a billion. For whoever wasn't here with us uh, last week, liquidations are when you have a certain amount of loans you take out to buy more cryptocurrencies. If the price drops, they take your initial collateral. Why do they take your initial collateral and the price drops? Okay, can you explain? So when you take out a loan, somebody's like loaning you that money. It could be a centralized like entity loaning you that money it could be decentralized but we don't have to get into that right now um so yeah they loan you money with interest and for that money or you get crypto basically or you get money to buy more crypto so you're so then you're buying it and but if, the crypto has to perform at the level you took the loan out at. Well, so the yeah, thing is so if you, if you if, too, yeah if you if your loan is on the way to zero Say I have a dollar and I want to borrow a dollar, but then like my dollar, the value of that goes to 50 cents. Then they're going to be like, just give me the 50 cents. No offense. I'm getting more confused hearing that. Okay. Like, it's what really hard. Right, so think about stocks. Have you ever heard of like margin? Yeah. So yeah, it's just that. Okay. You can get liquidated in stocks just like you can get liquidated sure. okay. in crypto. It's just the same, same concept. Same concept. Yeah. So these people are the margin calls this week in the in the Bitcoin went down and people again took leveraged they bet it, that it was going to go up again. So I mean the whales right now have just been pushing so many people just get liquidated. 13 billion again this week. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. I I don't know how much to attribute to the whale. I just don't know. It's just like kind of like a veil that like you just don't know what's causing. It's kind of a correction. No, and I mean, one of the topics that I was looking at was like um, automated money makers or uh, market makers and like FTX and the exchanges like Binance. Like, when do they decide how much leverage they can give you? Or, I mean, all these things though are kind of like. Nick wanted to know how you would start into crypto. And so then the first thing is like. How, but why? You wouldn't start by getting leverage. Yeah. No, no. I know, and I, I have started, and I went with the basics, I went with what these guys said, but my main thing is, I still, even though I've done it, I don't get why it makes sense to invest in crypto. <clears throat> Alright, that's a, that's a big topic. Um, so, to go into the history, I guess, Bitcoin, I don't even know my history, I don't know exact dates, Bitcoin started late 2000s. Sounds about right. I've been hearing about it yeah. forever. Um, who created it? It's also... Satoshi. Satoshi. You know, but like people like are claiming... It, it's just all... There's like a lot of mystery. It was like used on the Silk Road. That was like its... 
first use case. We had a bad rap. Like, like, yeah, it was it involved did, it did, in it did. It did. Well, crime. Yeah. Okay. It's at first. At first. Time out. Actually, let me like. Actually, I just Smitty, don't interrupt. He, he was doing good though. But you can you can say. Your well, thing. I would say I would disagree though. Is yes, was it used on the Silk Road? I'm talking about the general vibe around it for people like me who had no right. idea what it was. It was assumed that Bitcoin was a lot. Sure, and it, and it still be. is in a way. What are you talking about? There's a giant institution. I know, but people still there's still, but a people lot of still doubt. use it still to a lot of doubt. Uh, <laughs> evade taxes and pay for things. But the argument oh. then is, so is the U.S. dollar. Spitty, so are all no one's saying that that's a true thing. People are. I'm telling you what the common misconceptions are. Well, no, not misconceptions. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just your perception, which is totally valid. No, that's like that's what his perception common. has been yeah, since. It's pretty common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think I'm the only person who ever thought that cryptocurrency was involved in yeah. shady activity. But I'm just saying. I'm not saying I was right. I just had that vibe. No, you're, I mean, you're definitely right. Yeah, definitely. Early on, that was the use case, but now people are seeing it more basically as an international, yes. like kind of yes. currency. Like that's one of its many potentials. That's one of its uses. But it kind of turned from like a like kind of like a street, like you know, illegal currency to kind of like more mainstream now. Like. The acceptance is going up because people see it as like a digital gold, as a store of value. And a hedge against the dollar. And they see it as a hedge against inflation. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of things people see. And they have a, it has a lot going for well, it. Well, right? and then also, I mean, the examples that... I'd say this is good from the everyday person's perspective. Mm -hmm. The fact that if you have to do like a wire transfer, if you have to do it across countries, you have to do a lot of like paperwork, you have to go into a bank. These types of things are inefficient. We're in the yeah. digital world... Why can't I just send money from one account to another? And then if you are actually doing it in the reality, the countries like yeah. Japan, countries like Argentina, they have strict money going in and out. They manipulate their currencies. There's inflation. People are worried about their money, and the governments restrict them from doing that. And then Bitcoin can easily be available to everyone at pretty quick rates to transfer. Yeah, which is why you're going to see a lot of governments trying to ban it, but I've just, I've been hearing so much about how banning it in Turkey has spiked the interest, like, tenfold. Yeah. What they said... <laughs> like, uh, the interest is wild to ban something that's becoming more and more popular almost well, by the day. Well, too. what they well, don't when understand... When you ban something, you're admitting that it's a threat to your monopoly on your currency, and you're also basically admitting that it's like superior in use and the thing is if you know much about technology if you use like technology to get around these restrictions it's not particularly difficult so as much as they want to try to ban it they really would have to do some clamping down on the internet in their home country which is then i mean then that stuff gets scary because it's like i've known in india they do stuff like that like in Kashmir, where they like and in Russia, they try to, like, only... And China, obviously, has the Great Firewall. Turkey's yeah. trying to do so. And I, let me... Full disclaimer here. I'm new to this. I'm a beginner. I'm probably pissing off anyone who's listening to this and knows a lot about crypto, but... Daniel and Gabe have both asked me to kind of give the newbie perspective. We're good that... We're glad that Nick will be asking questions. And, and, and the question I get when you talk about governments banning it and stuff is... It's becoming so kind of mainstream and popular... Isn't it past the point of, like, a possibility of going away? That's what they said, is the horse has left the stable and the yeah. genie is out of it's, it's, it's here, it's here. I know people who have no idea about <laughs> anything with technology are so curious about Bitcoin. Out in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin are asking me about it. Well, tell it's them to come to Crypto Sparta, but we're still building <laughs> the website. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's right, serious. Right, right. The interest is going... In people the countries that matter, it will never be bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I know point. it's like, controversial, yeah. but... Well, no, and then point. the interesting <laughs> thing is that... Uh, Not that India, India does matter. I just think... No, 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 and they reversed that. it. Didn't you know that they reversed their decisions? India did? Yeah. That's now I can news. send uh, cryptos to India without being worried that it's going to be seized. It's big news. It's big news. India actually is pretty. And then, That's wait, an important country. Seized? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> the government was going to seize the transactions you initiated? They had a outline that they were going to ban cryptocurrencies, and you had six months to sell everything, or else it would be taken from you, and then you, I believe, would be in violation, have to pay a fine, and maybe go to jail. So now they're just going to regulate it instead? Yep. Yep. That's yep. what every guard, Turkey's doing the same thing. They're yep. all backing off. Yep. <laughs> no, and then, you know, the crazy thing is, <laughs> what's happening late. now, yeah, is that uh, China is really going at this hard, where they're like, we're not going to regulate this, we're going to let our people get rich, and we're going to create a centralized China's- exchange, Binance. You'd be killing people in China. Like, China would be just, like, hurting their... Mo- like, they have, like, a monopoly on mining Bitcoin. Exactly. And then that's what <laughs> they... would be yeah. destroying their own yeah, economy to do And that. then that was what they were saying, is that could have been the uh, crash in Bitcoin, was that a ton of the people yeah, mining Bitcoin, like, 12% or something, yeah, like, they were blackouts. So Bitcoin really did come out of China initially, or...? No, it no. didn't initially, but now... No, but they have, to they have mine, a monopoly on the mining. The infrastructure that What's actually... What's mining? That's how you get it, like, organically. It costs a lot. It's not cheap or easy what do you mean? to do. So what, if you, you provide... Know, what's the difference between that and how I got it on Coinbase? You so paid so money the way it. that you mine Bitcoin is you use like all these crazy like basically supercomputers to solve like complex equations that get you like not even whole Bitcoins. Like but when it, when it started, when it started, the thing is Named after the network right. is powered off of computing power that people lend to the network by doing mathematical equations. Yeah. And then that's what powers the transactions. Yeah, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I don't want to. I don't want to throw you off too this much. This is the technical. I just this, heard this about is... mining and crypto, and I figured that's like, what it is. It's probably good. I should ask what mining is. I I know what staking like, is like, now. I didn't know if there was a difference between mining and staking. This and is probably totally different. Not totally. that accurate. But to like really dumb it down, it's pretty much you're supporting the network. And you're getting rewards. You're getting rewards, yes. which is also kind of the exact dumbed down definition of staking, but it's somehow no, like it's a little very different. Though. Yeah, it's very different. So it's confusing, but like in a dumbed down. It's way, liquidity it's and computing power. Supporting. No, it's money, liquidity. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, liquidity. Right, With yeah. staking, you're giving them ETH or money or whatever. Right, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're parking your value there to make sure that their network is still supported. Yeah, exactly. You're supporting the network. Yeah, you know, that's all I'll say. So it's just confusing, so, but like it's it's. We I mean, I mean this here. is also going to be confusing. But what? <laughs> so, Gabe, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question though to try to to try to drag you in a certain direction. How does the Binance coin relate to Binance, and what can you say about Binance? Because on Crypto Sparta, we had a the Binance write up, and people were quite confused. Where it's like, is this China? Is this an exchange? Why is it different than Coinbase? Bro. In, I was gonna say, bro, is China is basically TikTok. No, I'm joking. Uh, well, that's a lot of questions, but I'll start with like the most recent. Like, so Binance is an exchange where you can exchange stable coins, and I believe in the U.S. for some currencies. I don't. I do not use Binance U.S., but I believe that you can use your bank account to buy certain things on Binance U.S. Yeah, but I- but, but real Binance in Asia has. What it like six, seven times more listings than in the U.S. But anyway, yeah, Binance is an exchange and shot. I mean, they've like tried to like move their headquarters. They're like a Chinese exchange that 
has its own coin that has the third biggest market cap in crypto. And, and basically, it's like you providing liquidity, isn't it? To, to own the coin? Binance, if you buy yeah. the Binance coin, it's yeah. like paying to be a exactly. part of a, a supporter of this network. And yeah. that coin has shot it's up and exploded. <laughs> it's at 500 now, and I believe that uh, it started like... I mean, in all of these things, we wanted to get to the discussion of exchanges and decentralized exchanges, and then the coins that are related to them. And so, for instance, like the cake coin, the pancake swap coin. So that's a little bit different because pancake swap is decentralized, I believe, and Binance is centralized. Correct. But um, yeah, pancake swaps, it's just <laughs> the technology, like the stuff they're doing on pancake swap is pretty revolutionary. I mean, no one else can really, in the decentralized world, really compete. Yeah, with pancake swap because Binance is just so much cheaper. And so, if I could theory. just go with like a bit of, and I mean, all of this is like really all over the place and roundabout. We're not explaining it particularly well. Well, the, but to get back to Binance, they like also have their whole own chain. They all that's like, why like, that's how they're really different from Coinbase. That's what I wanted to explain you know, was uh, I mean, how Ethereum and Binance are competing because there's the Binance. Yeah, you want to explain? Yeah, Binance, like, copy-pasted ETH's code, but they, like, did it in a way where they can have way less fees and just have less network congestion. Because but, it's a centralized blockchain, yeah. basically. So PancakeSwap recently, this is pretty big news, they um, they had more volume than the Ethereum network in yeah. a 24-hour period. Just PancakeSwap. No, and I mean, this is where we can discuss some of the things that people... Meme exchange guy. People... No, it's like, dude, Pancake Swap, I, yeah, maybe. It's a meme exchange. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. Really no, cool. it's not. It's really Smithy, cool. You're completely wrong. Yeah, you don't know anything about... So pancake Swap is probably more important than Uniswap. At the I would moment. never sell my pancake. Dude, the cake I bought. At so what are all the swaps? It's Uniswap, Sushi Swap, Pancake Swap, and what There's else? So many. So many. Oh, just tons. Just more. Yeah, uh, you can go for it. Yeah. And what? What is? What purpose? <laughs> yeah, and serve? that's why I potentially offended people with my comment about pancakes. If people really love pancake swaps, Smithy Binance, <laughs> the the Binance network, yeah, is a direct competitor to Ethereum. Um, pancake Swap yeah. is the main decentralized exchange for that network. For Binance? Yes. It is arguably yeah, more important... Yeah, it is arguably more important than Uniswap because on the Ethereum they network, serve. there is Uniswap, there is SushiSwap. What are all these swaps? Like, what's exchanges. the purpose they serve? So then... Yeah, you exchange something. This is, the, this is the difference between a centralized exchange and a decentralized exchange is that the centralized exchanges act with your bank where they actually keep track of your personal information and you send them money. The, like a regulated thing. Yeah, it's all regulated. This is Coinbase and Gemini. But they have a limited amount of coins. Sure. Um, the decentralized exchanges... MetaMask? They, no, MetaMask is a private wallet. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that's how I was able to get some of the stuff you were talking about that wasn't on Coinbase. And then you used Uniswap. No, never. Or yeah, you did because MetaMask oh, now has it has that swap function, but behind the scenes, you did it for me. So yeah. if I'm being honest, you probably yeah. know more of me on this. Yeah. So MetaMask now has the swap function where MetaMask they search all seven exchanges. Oh. 
and then they picked pretty incredible. Yeah, MetaMask. They also integrate into like a lot of wallets. Yeah, it's really integrated into like Phantom Wallet. It makes it way easier. It's really cool. With things like uh, Uniswap and PancakeSwap and SushiSwap, do those things grow together? Are they in direct competition or what? That's the thing is they're in direct competition because there's the Ethereum network, which is decentralized. And then they used multiple decentralized exchanges. So when you use MetaMask Swap, they take a peek at all seven or eight main decentralized exchanges. And whatever's best. And whatever's best. And then they charge you a fee just so that you don't have to actually go to Uniswap. That makes more sense than yeah. ever did in the past. But behind the yeah. scenes, they're using probably Uniswap because it's by far the largest on the sure. Ethereum network. But in this... But then... And those, so those ex- swaps and exchanges, like, real quick, they have their own coins and that's what you buy. No. They're the ones that... Some they, do some. They're the but ones so what are you buying on Coinbase when you buy... Uniswap or sushi swap or You're, pancake yeah. swap or so so they have their own coin and then you get a little no. bit of the exchange value. Yeah, but the, oh, no, their okay. own coin is a stable coin. It just oh. represents the dollar. Coinbase doesn't oh. have its own coin. Like Binance. No, the, has no. When you go coin. and buy Uniswap tokens, yeah, on Coinbase, yeah. you're buying Uniswap coins. No, I know. Yeah, and Uniswap coins. No, but I'm just saying, not a stable coin. No, I'm saying Coinbase doesn't have like a native token like for its exchange. No, they but he was talking about Uniswap. But he was talking about yeah. Uniswap. No, I'm just like trying to like explain that though. Like yeah. they don't have their own coin. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So, but, so are you buying kind of like you are buying, buying stock in these? No, exchanges? no, you're buying the real coins. Okay, okay, okay. You're buying the real coins. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying at all. And so. you can send them. All you right. can send them to places. That's the difference between Robinhood and Coinbase. Is like Coinbase just holds it for you. But if you buy it, it's very no, no, no. Robinhood holds for it for you. you yeah. But if you have it in yeah. Coinbase, yeah. But you can send it to like online banks that give you five percent to eight percent. Or I don't want to send you guys off topic though. Real quick on your point just now, what's with the anti Coinbase sentiment? Like, what? Why are? What are you guys like? Because I the anti Coinbase sentiment is they barely have any coins. That like they have just only big coins. If you want to get into smaller projects they don't have them so that's like a big problem is it anything the other problem, like the percentages or well, no dude, the other problem is they charge like the highest fees out sure. there almost okay. other than like ethereum fees like like decentralized ethereum fees can be insane as well but coinbase like for a centralized have you seen exchange, that the gas fees has been going down though that is good but I'm, yeah. I'm just saying like for a centralized exchange coinbase fees are really bad like, compared to, like, KuCoin or, like... So if you were to, like, take a profit, the two things that get deducted are, like, the fees from Coinbase or the gas fees, what are the difference? So Coinbase, they do fees per transaction, like, if you're buying or trading. And I think they might let you trade or whatever, but, like, you end up getting nibbled, especially if you're a small-time trader. Yeah, that's how Coinbase makes its money. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, if you're on Binance or FTX, like, once you put your money in, like, you can just play so with it. Less. Yeah, you there can just so do whatever you want. And so then if you want to trade, like, yeah. 20 times a day, then it's like, and they sure. Have, and Binance, like, in Asia or China, I don't know exactly which countries have them, but, like, there's, like, 270 coins as opposed to, like, the 50 Coinbase has or yeah. something. You know, and all just... the ones that are, like, allowed on the, <laughs> on the centralized exchanges in the U.S. are, like, they have to be, like, approved and regulated on these centralized exchanges that are kind of, like, ripping off the consumer where it's, like, if you're on the Ethereum network, I mean, the fees are outrageous, but it's all decentralized, and you can get whatever coin you want. And there are a lot of gems out there, and I mean, that's the whole idea of the Crypto Sparta method is like, okay, you gems. like Coinbase, but like, go a step further. Get these decentralized coins and like... Earth, though. Yeah. <laughs>
Urzel. Urzel's holding strong. In it's this holding market. real strong. Holding real strong. Yeah, it's dude. about to pop. Dude, dude, Urzel and VNV just... Dude, VNV just, like, doesn't go down. I mean... Like, it's crazy. What do you think of the suspicion that the Chinese government props <laughs> up the currency? I believe it for what, so long. What's Urzel? So Daniel sent me $100 of free Urzel... And right now it's worth one sixteen, which I think it's the most it's ever been worth for me. The three hundred you sent me, which is what's it at? What's Urzel at? It's at one sixteen. No, I think like, it's at, oh, what's like the price? I think it's at like sixty five or seventy. No, it's been way higher for you. I'm not sure. It, does, it doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, say yeah, it, on it, here. it doesn't matter. No, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. But oh, it does. No, it's a hundred bucks. But yeah. But 16. I don't. I don't know. Wow. I think. I, I think I might have sent it to him at sixty three wow. or something. What is it at, Smitty? Urzel is almost close to matching his all time high as we are recording. Oh, right what is it? What is it at? Technically, right now it is at point seven four. That's hey, awesome. shout well, out! All time I was point seven seven. Yeah. It's the so highest it's, it's ever been worth for me. I'll say. And so in in the in yeah. this it's is the thing is I kind of wanted to get into the coin talk because uh, dude, yeah, Gabe. Solana has just been killing it for me. Well, that goes back into your Chinese pump theory. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not Chinese. Well, yeah, then that's Sam. Be- they and might be backing that guy. Sam? Oh, you think that they're... They could be. They could be. Who knows? We don't know. China loves the So we just, we just skimmed over something real big, but um, I'm very interested in this guy. His name is... They call it him uh, Sam. Sam, I think, Freed Banksman or Bankman Freed. Sam Bankman Freed. Sam Bankman Freed. And I've been deep diving and learning into this guy and like watching his podcasts and stuff. He created his own exchange, FTX, where you can trade leveraged. It's around the world. And then it's like he does like futures and all that stuff. He's creating a network to compete with Ethereum called Solana. And then you can only buy Solana on Binance US. You can't get it on Coinbase. Wait, Bankman Freed is Solana? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, that and then the whole yeah. network, Cope. Rope. These were the airdrops that we missed that are that worth... That guy's not even Chinese. <laughs> no, he's not. I thought Solana was Chinese. No, it's not. No, it's American. But you can only get it on Binance for some reason because Coinbase... Coinbase is just behind. You don't get the... There's yeah. so many things that are like, when is this one that I like that I've been holding for a year going to get on Coinbase? I didn't know Solana was... I thought it was Chinese. No, it's Crazy. not. We're no, just trying to gloss over the... the Cope and Rope show? Oh. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, quick question. So, so I get I, I now I'm starting to understand a little bit more the anti Coinbase sentiment. What what do you do to get around Coinbase? Like, what are the strategies? You move it to a private wallet. Move it to MetaMask, and then buy things to be a MetaMask. Yeah, through okay. the no through the d- d- MetaMask. Holds and can you get this wallet. one that you're talking about through MetaMask? No. Because it's not on the See Ethereum it gets, network. It gets it's hard. Bias. It gets hard. It does. It does. Because now, this is what's like, but this is the news in, in crypto, is that there are going that's to be... That's why Chinese, because on Binance. No. Dude, that's he, crazy. He went to MIT. He's American. I didn't even know he started Solana. He's one of Joe Biden's... I think he don't, don't, donated like $12 million to yeah. Biden. Yeah, Biden's not banning crypto. Well, it would never be up to him. It would never be up to him. It was a business idea. It's like, all right, I'm, I'm trying to go to Washington D.C. No, it was a joke about the. I'm trying to become a. I'm trying to become a crypto lobbyist. <laughs> There's probably a lot of money in there for some good tax plans. Oh yeah, but um, anyways, this guy Sam Bankman Fried. There's the Ethereum network, which is the number two coin behind Bitcoin, but it's a big network that has expensive cost because they have so much throughput 
And, and what? It, the Ethereum network is a... Uh, it's not like, scalable it's like coin base. volume. No. It's not scalable. This is like, a, this is like a blockchain oh. that you can build decentralized applications on. That so, was a different language to me. So, uh, you know how iOS has like the Play Store? Yeah. Ethereum has created a blockchain where you can build applications on top of it. Okay. This is literally... And so these are the use cases... Why are you investing in crypto? Forget Boomer Coin. I don't like Bitcoin. This is not financial advice. We haven't said it yet. I don't like Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum actually has use cases where they're creating decentralized applications on the blockchain. You understand that, Nick? It's like it's like I, you, you gotta explain to me what blockchain means. Okay, so blockchain is a technology where. There is a distributed ledger where all of the information is on a network where everybody has access and nobody is solely in control of it. Um, Nick, instead of having one bank that's in control of all the money, mm-hmm. how about there's a network that nobody is in control of that obeys certain rules? And where do they get their money? So everyone puts in money because they believe that Bitcoin is worth more. So, so when I invest in Ethereum, I'm providing funds to the Ethereum network that they use in the way you're talking about right now. Exactly. Okay, and that makes sense to me. Yeah, and then so... I just it, didn't get where they were getting the money to have... If you, if you put money into the Bitcoin network, then the price of Bitcoin goes up. Sure. The miners, they earn Bitcoin for giving the com- computational power. So people, their computers are doing the work, and you're paying them for the computer work to keep this network going. The Bitcoin network, all they do is register transactions. That's old school, whatever, who cares? You can send one coin to another person, and people decide it has value. The Ethereum network, the gas miners, are providing power to this network that actually, on top of this distributed ledger, People are creating applications. They're creating banks. They're creating... Um, Within that network. Yeah, they're creating new technologies. This is crazy. You it's know, it crazy. sounds crazy to a normal person. It is I crazy. I know I'm doubting you, but it's crazy. Why does it the, sound crazy? I mean, why, why does it not sound crazy? It's so different than anything that's... That people use technology to create their own currency and banks? That sounds... It's like not about that, Smithy. Possible. We're actually past that. It's not about Bitcoin. I'm talking about Ethereum where there's a network where people are creating applications that are decentralized where there are people mining Ethereum to power this network that creates apps that no one is in control of that everyone can trust because it's all... So the whole point of like crypto in general is just... Decentralizing. Deregulation, decentralization, getting away from government control. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. And so Ethereum right now is the network that is the best for creating decentralized applications. But it is so clogged because it's the best. If you want to exchange for Erzdal, it's going to cost you $60, $70. Ethereum is worth a lot. On what, like unit? Yeah, you have to pay... $60 per what? For a transaction. It could be way more than that. It could be way more. If I want to restake my Bancor... I have to do a transaction to move my Bancor uh, and then restake it. Those are two transactions. That's about $140 to restake my Bancor. Wow. If I want to create an NFT, it's like $130. Yeah. 
So this is the Ethereum network. This is the second largest, most important coin right now. And yet it has weaknesses. So yeah. people are creating other networks that are faster because they just do simpler things. And then this is what the Solana network is. And then you can only buy it on Binance. And Solana has been going up while Bitcoin has been going down. And my argument that I was doing this week is that Bitcoin dominance is going to drop, which it did, and it's under 50%. So if the overall market of cryptocurrencies is 2.1 trillion, and as I've said on the last podcast, the reason to invest, do you think that in the future, the value of the cryptocurrency market will go up or down? Oh, and, but I also think that's true for Bitcoin, which yeah. is that still... And so this is, this, is, this is where we can have our argument. I am the bearish case for Bitcoin. Okay. Bitcoin dominance is on its way down. Yep. Yeah, but big, just because it's I not think, dominant doesn't mean it's going to go... Like, you don't think the value in five years is going to be lower than where it is now, right? So, I will make the argument that, yes, it will be lower. All right, make, make the argument. What's so, your reasoning? And then, I mean, this was a clever thing. It wasn't me, but I, I had, I'd seen it read. Um, Bitcoin is trusted as a store of value. Because it has a finite amount. And you can't print more of it like the dollar. But if there are an infinite amount of coins with a finite amount, then what makes the Bitcoin standard? And then this is the argument for so many of the other coins. And this is why Bitcoin to me is boring, but there are other reasons to <coughs> invest in other coins. But dude, like it's, there isn't like a finite amount for all coins. And like also like a lot of coins like have like are gonna make way more coins than Bitcoin is like like pl other plans. No, I know that, but numbers. listen to me, listen to me. We're just talking about store of value, and everybody equates everything to Bitcoin, which in my mind, no offense, is stupid, because the thing is they're not the same things. And Nick, and pardon my French, fuck investing in Bitcoin, and I then did last week during the dip. Yeah. Get and, out, you mean? Like, no, 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 but, but fuck investing in cryptocurrencies <coughs> for the store of value. Invest in the projects that have underlying value because of the technology. And so the thing is, I can make Daniel coin and I can say, hey, dude, there are only going to be 10 Daniel coins. And you better get one of them because this is the, t this is the, this is the currency of the future. And there's only 10 of them. the currency of the future if there's only 10 of them? Well, you all you need is a fraction of a Daniel coin. Okay, you know what? I have a bajillion Daniel coins. Or I have a trillion Daniel coins. To buy a house, you need one Daniel coin. What's the difference between that and Bitcoin? Who cares? It's just a coin with it's a set amount. established. Yeah, but I think it's going to go down in the future because the network is slow and there are going to be better technologies. And I'd rather invest in something like Ethereum or Solana or Chainlink that has actual use cases besides just transactions. So that's why I would invest in crypto if I was just a normal <coughs> person. Because forget about just investing in something that everybody else believes in. How about you invest in something that people are using? Because some of these cryptocurrencies and some of these projects, they're actually like, Gabe, maybe you could get to some of the DeFi use cases. Well, dude, I was going to make the bull case for Bitcoin. I'm going to do the bull case for Bitcoin. So this is like... like the real like bullish like case for Bitcoin, like Bitcoin probably isn't gonna outperform Ethereum or like other altcoins, but like the problem with altcoins is which one? Like who's gonna win? 
you know, because like that's and all coins are everything as, Cause, besides cause, Bitcoin. Because right? Bitcoin's guaranteed to win. Because Bitcoin, Bitcoin will win the space. You know, like that'll at least five x, probably minimum, probably way more. But like that's nothing compared to what other things will do. You know, it's just, but it's like a, more of a sure thing. I would argue. What is? You constantly see things like Ethereum being forked and copied on Binance. Yeah. What is to stop Bitcoin from being copied and obsolete? It already has been a lot of times, and it's still number one. I mean, they've been forking it for like six years. Well, I mean, but that I, will end. <laughs> I'm just, my argument is that that will end. And like all these other products that are nothing are bigger than all those forks. Like the forks haven't worked out at all because Bitcoin's like code is kind of shit. It really is. <laughs> so. Why doesn't everything work on Phantom instead? The transactions are cheaper. Bitcoin's old and known and loved. It's made people more money than anything else ever. Like, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's just... It was six cents. Now it's, like, 50K. Like, I mean, nothing else can touch that. Like, sorry. None of these other coins Can we just take a pause? Because Nick (laughs) did get in a little later. But um, the thing that I always like to say is zoom out. Like Bitcoin I do has that. grown. Every 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 coin. When I get worried about any drop, I have <laughs> full disclosure. I've been in three weeks. I'm down a tiny bit, not much, a tiny bit, and I was up way more than I'm down last week. But every time I look at the year long graph, it is a straight shot up with a few <laughs> yes. little bumps in the road. And Terrifying I just for buyers. <laughs> it's terrifying, but it's comforting in an, in another way where it's like, why would this not just be another one of the you know, temporary little lulls before it takes off again. And it's not at a point of value right now where it's, like, not going to keep growing over the next few years, so... Nor nor is Bitcoin. But here's I don't know thing. enough about specifics. So, so, so if you pick the right altcoin, you'll beat Bitcoin by a mile. The problem yeah, is... Right. Short-term, right? Or, or even long-term. long-term even long-term. Long-term. Good. Because Bitcoin's long-term? already so big, like, how much bigger can it get? I'd say the biggest, like, 10x... A 10x would bring it to the value of the market. This isn't gold. financial advice, but Smithy's talked to me about how people have said Bitcoin's going to get to 200,000. Which would only be a 4x. And yeah, I'm but that's, saying it that's could, still a lot. It could, <laughs> no, but you, could, but you could get 100x. Right now, there are 1,000x coins. Yeah, but that's harder that to find than just buying Bitcoin. You have to it's not that. hard to find if you go into scams like SafeMoon. Talk about scams. <laughs> what, what, what's with yeah. the scams? Yeah. That's so, what people worry about scam. when they don't know about <laughs> this scam. stuff. They're hey, scam it's scam them. It's phantom. It's a scamtum. Uh, no, but Daniel, what was your impression of you know the whole safe moon extravaganza that go that went on the week prior? Daniel, what do you think about people shilling it to you? So there, there's, yeah. <laughs> I had quite a few people show it to me. And uh, I mean, have you heard of the other ones, Elon? Elon. Musk. There's Musk. How about Elon safe phantom? Do a cool little thing. Is it really safe phantom? Or is uh, if anybody's on the biz board of. The dirty little website for 4chan. Um, it's uh, blowing up there. Definitely don't get into it if you're not trying to take advantage of scams. But yeah, back to what I was saying. Daniel. Oh, scam? I actually heard that there's like actually. So this is like an interesting discussion where, uh, dude, and and shout out Yev Gangsta on the Telegram. He actually knows how to deep dive on the technical stuff. Nice. Um, and so he can explain some of these things better. Yeah. But uh, the I like I like the idea of having the tokenomics discussion with regards to scam coins and tokenomics is something that like is something that I need to explain in a really dumbed down way and maybe I should wait until Nick gets back to have him ask questions 
No, that's whatever. No. Yeah, we'll just be like, yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? No, uh, it's no edits. We're just rolling no with it. No, no, because the thing is, I just want to have the tokenomics discussion where um, yeah. a lot of these scam coins, what they say is that the tokenomics are sound because they're going to burn it or they're going to penalize you for leaving it. And then these are interesting functions to learn about. Like the idea of does the supply, like you were saying, there's a lot of coins where they just keep printing more of them. And Bitcoin is supposed to be safe because they only have a select amount. You can make a lot of different coins with just a finite amount. So in my mind, why can't some other coin replace Bitcoin overnight? No, just because of whatever. But over time, I don't care. We're past that discussion. Yeah. We're past that discussion. Yeah. But now, think about deflationary tokens where they burn the tokens. And a lot they, of exchanges burn their tokens. Exactly. And so ACS this, and BNB burn all, all the time. Yeah, and I mean, that also has to do with are you mining and burning in different of course, ways? yeah. It's yeah. like the supply's staying the same. They're just like acting but like... But this is the promise of some of these things. Well, no, most coins, the supply goes up. So like anything... But you can like, create... This is the, the same whole, is like pretty deflationary. This is the whole idea <laughs> of tokenomics that that's really hard to explain where... Yeah. what How does the token work where... Yeah. Uniswap and PancakeSwap, I believe you get a portion of the earnings, correct? All the exchanges. If you, All hold, their, the if exchanges. you hold their shit, you get, yeah, you get cuts. Yeah, any exchange. So if you cuts. bet on a certain exchange and you hold their token... Even fucking Coinbase holding USDC, you got a cut. It's like nothing. Yeah, I mean, no, even on Coinbase, exactly. you get a little cut. And I mean, this is basically... <laughs> this loops back around to staking and yielding and getting returns. Um, and then how the, the tokenomics gets to it. But, um, I mean, the tokenomics of these scam coins, they're too good to be true. And then if it's too good to be true... How do you know it's scam? You, you, have, to, you have to talk to Yves Gangsta. Yeah, you have to get him on the crypto Okay, spot. but <laughs> for, like, a real... Per, like, how, it's hard to know, because, like, you see something going up, and your eyes light up, and you buy it, and then you just bought the Bro, time. it's not hard to know, though. You check Twitter. It is hard to know, because... It's hard no, to know. No, 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 I like that advice. That's I like that. You check those That's three not sources, no, no, but and you just see what's going on. For one thing, for one thing, define a scam. It's a token that's been made. Oh, I got it. Easy definition. Am I really going to make money that I can keep doing this? As they say, scams pump the hardest. Scams pump the hardest. Okay, so sometimes it's worth investing in scams. Well, if you get in and out, if you get in and out, sure. But then this is where we get to waste money. Yeah. So that was the thing is like, dude, I really, I really, really, I saw it happening. Everyone thought Dogecoin was a scam until it made everyone a billion. Dogecoin is not a scam. Dogecoin is a scam. Oh no, you guys do have to talk about Dogecoin. I will get into a fight with someone over Dogecoin. Well, then you'd be maybe quiet like Gabe and Daniel talk about, like, what, what was, Dude, talk like, about like, Dogecoin. Like, 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 people love calling these meme coins scams until they make everyone billions of dollars. And I was like, well, was it a scam? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I said. I was, I was like, getting into a fight. No, I'm not actually getting into a fight with somebody. Because uh, no. that's the thing. Like, SafeMoon made people a lot of money. So, I mean, you can, like. If you got in early. Yeah. Yeah. Made yeah. A lot no, of money. like, look, Gabe, if you got in yeah. early on SafeMoon or Doge, you made a lot of money provided you have. I mean, more so yeah. Doge. I mean, I think they are, like, coins like SafeMoon, I'll give you that, are, like, made to, like, you know, 
like make money forever created it. Bro, there's like a but like yeah, like Dogecoin. I honestly think maybe the creators did just make that as a joke. No, I mean like, Dogecoin. Maybe it was really. I mean Dogecoin. When I did my research on Dogecoin, the first thing it said is this is a joke coin. Yeah, no, this, I mean but, like, maybe it was like a pure phenomenon. joke, and they like were in it for the money. Well, look, I mean, I, I doubt think, it, I think you can, you can, you can, you can, you can spend your Dogecoin <laughs> to buy Dallas Mavericks tickets. It has value. It has an exchange with the dollar. Why can't it replace Bitcoin? All right, all right, but tell me why. Define what is Dogecoin. You guys can't talk about Dogecoin without telling me what. I have no idea what it is. It's a cultural phenomenon that started from Reddit with a dog that talked funny. Shibu Shibu Inu. And it became a coin, and then it became like an internet joke. Cultural phenomenon, Yeah. yeah. And now it's. Now it's what it Why is. did now it take off recently? Because really it's really relatable. New people all. love this. Sh- and you can get it on Robinhood, and Robinhood's like king. So. Okay. This is this is my art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So now it makes I sense. Saw, yeah. I saw I saw some of the statistics, and um, anything listed on Robinhood's gonna move. So you know, but it moved it, enough, like Daniel said, to be valuable for things like Mavericks tickets. Where if I was in Dallas, I'd be really upset if I didn't have Dogecoin because I'm a sports fan. Like, and. I think what the Mavericks are doing, more teams are going to do. You see, the Kings are playing, paying players in Bitcoin, the Sacramento Kings, and or. I've got a buddy on a uh, Twitter. Shout out Scrooge McDuck from uh, Broke to Bags. He got uh, Mark Cuban to tweet back to him because he's invested in a coin called Cuban. And then the tokenomics of this coin are such that when you invest. In Cuban, when you buy Cuban coin... Is it Mark Cuban's coin? No, it's not. But get this. Uh, what they've created is a developer wallet. Then this is why you have to talk to Yevgangsta, Yevgeny. Um, the developer Ooh. wallet... <laughs> developer wallet, keep going. Smitty's <laughs> a big yeller. <laughs> 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 keep going here. The... Developer you know, wallet. Explain shit to the listener. Or no. <laughs> I, like I was in the. I was about to. Keep uh, going. No, the no, developer wallet. Yeah. What? Yeah. So when Cuban coin. Yeah, but I'll explain developer wallets. When people create these cryptocurrencies, the developers create a wallet for themselves, and they give themselves a certain amount of the coin. You understand? So it's like I spent time and money to create Ethereum or Chainlink. So I'm giving myself a ton of the supply. This is how these scams work. Where I create Daniel coin and I create a billion of them. That's a good idea for a scam. I mean, I'm kind of... I like Daniel. No, I wanted to... No, we should create a crypto sparta coin. Don't talk about your future plans in the scam section. That was a joke. No, he just said I'm about to... You guys... The thing about this is like... This is tied to something that I don't think any of you guys have looked at too much. Maybe not even Gabe is about the DAOs. And have you seen what's happening There's in so Wyoming? Many DAO tokens. No, but do you know what's happening in Wyoming? Yeah, I saw the DAO laws. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. So Nick, I create a coin, and I can tie it to certain stipulations. You guys, if you just trust me enough or if I decide to make the rules, or if I write them in a programming language, these coins have to work a certain way. That's called the tokenomics, basically. And so there's a developer wallet, and then there's a supply. So it's like a company. If I issue stock in my company, 
and then you buy stock in my company, and then there's a certain value on the exchanges, and it goes up and down. With Cuban Coin, what they did is that if you invest in the Cuban Coin, there's a developer wallet that they created where 90% of the money that you put in goes to this wallet. And what they said is, the more money you put in, 90% of it goes to this wallet. And when it gets big enough, we're giving the wallet to Mark Cuban. <laughs> Why is that beneficial to someone buying Cuban coin? So the idea is that every time you buy Cuban coin, 90% of it is going to a pile of money that you're going to give to Mark Cuban. Why the fuck do I want to give Mark money to Mark Cuban? So at the end of the day, they're like, somehow he's going to invest it and make us money, and then the value of the coin is going to go up. Oh, or like, I think that's, I mean, don't, don't actually quote me on that, but there are people creating coins with weird stipulations. And so there are deflationary tokens. I've heard about coins where uh, it helps save the gorillas. Yeah. Like you buy that coin and it like funds like natural wildlife or some stuff. Hmm. And like people are making like, you can make up any so, coin and make up any stipulation if you buy Daniel Anyone coin... Anyone following through on these claims? A lot of them are. And yeah. then, but that's the thing is, there's a blow-up of anybody can make a coin. And then some of them, the value of Doge is definitely the cultural value. Because it's not about the technology. It's about that, like, hey, dude, Nick, how much Doge do you have? Oh, I got a lot of Doge. Ha ha. Yeah. Do you have some Elon coin, too? Yeah, I bought some Musk coin. I got some Cuban Oh, what are these worth? What do they do? Nothing, but it's funny. Look at my wallet. I've got art. I've got NFTs from this famous artist. Dogecoin is just like a match made in heaven for like Robin Hood users and that meme. Yeah. Like, it's just like a match made in heaven. Yeah. Like, it's just... Hey, uh, dogememes.com coming soon. Like, Robin Hood people, like, love memes. And, like, you're basically getting, like, a fucking, like, which crypto am I going to do? Oh, the one that, like, I know the meme. I don't get memes. Well, the Robin people. Robin Hood people. Bro, you're yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't get how they're valuable. What do you no, mean? No, you're not saying so a meme? I have an app that creates memes. A memes? Yeah, that's what that's what I'm using on my uh, website well, as well. Yeah, so but um, it's just like a the thing big, is, well-known Nick, thing. do you know how much boring. money uh, the Trump people paid for the Hillary Clinton memes? Do you know the memes that made fun of Hillary Clinton, how they like actually might have swung the election, and there were like Russian bot farms... Yeah. Trying to make fun of her. And then the more you make fun of Hillary Clinton, and if it's actually funny, that actually changes people's minds. Yeah. I mean, memes are really powerful. Yeah. They're very powerful I've cultural, heard cultural current. Yeah. And so, I mean, these meme coins, some of them will have value just through the significance. Elon Gate might do really well. Elon Gate. I've heard Elon of that Gate one. Elon Gate might do really well. Yeah. I mean, are you into any of the, the meme coins? No. I don't touch them. I just yeah. Just I, I like just like long use case because like I think like overall that'll perform better. But I'm yeah, I'm in like a lot of small. I'm still cats, upset I didn't so. get into cummies though. I swear cummies. <laughs> that was like a good one. I knew that one was gonna pop. I feel like long term though they are like to an extent flashes in the pan like ten to fifteen totally. years down the road these meme coins totally. Like, only a few of these coins are going to be around even, like, probably five, ten years down there. And then that's what people are really saying is there's going to be a reckoning when there's going to be a lot of, like, coins that have to go to zero. Yeah. And then that's kind of, like, the bearish case for the entire market overall is that, like, the excess and the frothiest... That's a case for the ones that make it. I know, right? Like, I mean, like, yeah, it's a bearish case for, like, coins that aren't good enough. 
But yeah. I mean, like, they're getting what they deserve. I mean, if they're getting if they're getting out like performed and outdone, then that's how it should be. But whatever's better should win. That probably is the best argument against Bitcoin as well, honestly. But I mean, I I'm I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Bitcoin bear. I don't like it. Same, but like the problem being a Bitcoin bear is it's bad for almost everything right now. And then this is was my <laughs> argument about Bitcoin dominance. It's under fifty percent. And then I made a third. meme. I made the meme where it was the uh, it was the guy from the Lord of the Rings who was like, "The age of men is over. The time of the orcs is well, come." You, you know the Bitcoin dominance has gotten down to thirty percent anymore. That's gonna happen again. And then it won't come back. Uh, maybe not. Hey. Dude, that's gonna happen. I, I would not be shocked if Bitcoin dominance went below thirty percent. There's too many institutions now in Bitcoin. There are institutions now. This this is the thing. Institutions will start investing way more in other shit. Exactly. Now the institutions have they could barely start on Bitcoin. Their base. Exactly. But now they can branch out to like Chainlink and what is Grayscale doing besides Chainlink? Spending their Bitcoin on all sorts of shit. Yeah. But what else? If you look at the Beats Bitcoin like ETH graph for the last week, it's like hilarious how hard ETH's outperforming Bitcoin and like this whole year. Dude, he's been killing Bitcoin. So you got some targets, you got some shills. Should we like get to I'd wrapping say, it up? I'd yeah. say, I say, end end the pod with some hopium. I would say, as a newbie, totally different perspective. You should end the pod by talking about what your strategy predictions is. going forward. No, just what your personal strategy is going forward. I know Gabe's Gabe might have a little different strategy than Daniel and. Daniel might have a different strategy than Smithy, and I might have a different strategy than all three of you, but I think it'd be valuable for people to know how you guys who've made money in this, like how you're approaching this current dip and where you think things will be down the road. You got a um, chain link is the, uh, the backbone. Um, Erzdil single-sided staking. The biggest thing that we didn't touch on today that, uh, Actually, I'm hoping like my homie might be able to help me out with some research on uh, is finding the best yields, staking and finding the best yields. You literally, if you just want to put dollars into stable coins and I mean, Gabe, what are the, what are the, uh, the rates right now? If you just want to stake dollar tied. All right. So on pancake, on cake, that's what the coin's called. You can get insane rates on bunny. For USDT, you can get kind of insane rates everywhere, like a lot of different places. They're so insane because they're like 30 to 50% that they're hard to trust, honestly. I've never actually done it, but they say you can. Like, I think it works. In my mind, but it's just, in my mind, it seems crazy. In my, I know it really seems crazy. The yields are—they're gonna dry up in the future. It's like, like 50 get it while it's good. The, the, the yields are like, insane. Like KuCoin like will give you like twenty to thirty percent. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. For USDT, like no even short-term loans. It's, I've never done them. I should. Can you do. can you explain to Nick what you're talking about? So the people getting margin, you're kind of making those loans, you know? Yeah. So Nick, like, there are other people taking out big loans. And you, when you're loading out your USDT, you're your dollar, like, your USD. Yeah. Your, yeah, yeah, it's basically a dollar. So USDT is like pegged to a dollar. So one USDT is always one dollar. So you can loan that to people who are taking out margin. And if they fuck up, you just get like a bunch of money, basically. <laughs> and it's just like that's interesting. Out. 
So you can yeah. keep it out of cryptocurrencies, but in digital dollars that you lend out and you make way more than you would in a bank. Yeah. And I think this is a really good case to bring to like boomers who are just like, I don't want to gamble. Get out of my savings account, but it's yeah. Take it out of your savings sketchy, account. Dude, put it. You're, you're, like, you're like pinging shit around to these addresses to these like Asian exchanges <laughs> to like lend out like yeah, a derivative bad. of a dollar. <laughs> I mean, it's like not exactly like, like you gotta have a stomach to fucking risk this kind of money because like you don't. Like, as like, good as KuCoin is, they've been hacked before. They've had issues. Well, so, I mean. so and I'm going to take it back, and then I'm going to throw it back to you. Another strategy of mine is, like, uh, Ethereum to Bitcoin. I think Ethereum is going to outperform. So, uh, if you want to be safe, I think Ethereum isn't going anywhere. So, put Ethereum into something where you're getting yields. What do you think? Celsius Network, Block, uh, BlockFi. You I mean, can stake it, I think, now. Oh, so then you yeah. get more staking. But if you don't oh, want to stake, if you don't man. want to lock it in, like a lot of places will pay you 5%. I regret 10%. not. I was talking so. with uh, my dad about doing that Ethereum 2.0 staking. Oh, that would have been insane. Well, just do whatever you trust. I mean, like, if you yeah. like, find a platform that you trust, it's like the yield, like a few percentage points isn't going to matter. Just like do what you're Well, if Ethereum goes up, it's just like, I mean, make I'm just saying, make it's the like, most like do what you trust. Like, yeah. if you think like a, like a rate's ridiculous, yeah. don't do it then. You know, just do what you're comfortable but, with doing. But I want to throw it back to you and ask, what's, like, your next, like... So, what are your, like, shills and, like, what are your, like, moonshots? My like, shills are Pancake, BNB, um... God, I don't, like, really want to say Solana, but, like, maybe. Maybe Solana. You know um, I'm going to say Solana. Ursula. Yeah, Urs, I, so, I was going to get to long shots later, but Urzdal's like a really good spec play. Um, speculative. Um, Phantom's another good spec play. Do you have any super um, low cap ones you got your eyes on? Like under 10 mil? I think Veracity's a good spec play. Um, we had mentioned Veracity, though. But it's it, really low right have now. Have you seen any new it's ones? really low Have you cap. seen any new ones? Uh, I was looking at, I think it's FMTA. Have you heard of that one? No. Yeah, I really like Engine Coin. I do the, too. As an NFT play, yeah. they're in a lot of shit already. They're What's really low right now. Paint you, is like development. You, you can get Engine on Coinbase. That's low right. It's like two bucks right now, I think. So it's low. Yeah. It's all time highs like four. I don't know enough about the NFTs to bet on any of those. Well, it's like just just like an NFT play. I, I don't know how good NFTs are gonna do. Have it's you heard just of GDAO like, too? A way to get I like the GDAO governance DAO. Yeah. yeah, I know GDAO. Yeah. That's a good hit. What else, though? I think I have some more. Um, nah, man, we can wrap it up. Yeah, I think those are good chills. I, I would say Pancake and VNB can't go wrong. Chainlink, um, ETH, Cardano, Polkadot, like good small positions. But yeah, I mean, that's all you really need. Everything we just uh, In my mind, you only need to get it right Solana, once. like VChain, if you want to go with what's hot right people now. Are, people I are talking about VChain a lot. But like, like... Just get like a little, a lot of. If you were talking about Neo as well, and like. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's all you need. Just, just hit, just hit like the main stuff. B and B Ethereum, maybe like have a few small positions in the hedges, like Polkadot, Cardano, Solana. You know, whatever. Dude, I want to get mean, that rune. I want that Thor chain. Thor chain's nice. Like Cardano. Well. <laughs> 
Dude, Cardano, I think it's worth having some money in Cardano. It looks like they I actually have something. Really the upside is, the yeah, really they're high. actually saying that they're going to announce Good smart marketing. contracts. Well, here's no, the yeah, thing about yeah. Cardano. They probably don't have the best chance of winning, but if they do win, the upside's there. It, I mean, <laughs> so, it would be huge. Yeah, that could be like a 50x, just like probably, out of nowhere. Will they be Ethereum? Probably not. But if they do, you probably want some money in a Cardano. Just in case well, they and the thing is, you just don't know if Ethereum's going to be perfect at their game. Like Exactly. They're the king right now. Yeah, a lot of time for these other chains. We'll, we'll see what's going on with these gas fees and stuff. You know? When I showed up here tonight, I was down twelve hundred, and I'm now down two hundred ninety-four. Yeah, we it's a good thing to close <laughs> out. So I think I think we found a big fake out, which would be huge because that would be very bullish. I don't know. Like I don't know if like TA shit up, so I don't know. But like we like, it's a pretty big turnaround. Dude, it's all these bloody Sundays, and literally. I saw this one guy who was like, all these traders are using leverage and doing shorts and like whatever. You know what the real skate or the, the the way to do it is? All, yeah, everything's up. No, all you gotta do is sell on Thursday and buy on Sunday night or Monday, and literally like <laughs> yeah, every that's week. That's every yeah, it's kind of yeah, because it's all these people, their expiration dates. If you got futures expirations where you're betting on like a future target for, and then all those options go bust. All right, one more shill just to like as a hedge against pancake swap is Uniswap. That's a good one to, I think have some. I mean, some money in. Yeah, I mean, I'm just bored. I don't think Uniswap will really give me the, the that won't get that won't get me that excited. Dude, like if Ethereum does go all Uniswap. Yeah, I just got the well. notification on it. I looked at my phone. <laughs> Ethereum is like, now. And I mean, 24, like, dude, dude I would have like, been ecstatic. Dude, I, dude, like, Ethereum and BNB are going to be in, like, a big war. So I think it's just smart to have PancakeSwap and Uniswap. I just like having both. I'm looking for bigger yields, personally. I'd rather go off the beaten path. Going I like on. Solana. I'd rather just jump into Urzdal. You think Solana's going to outperform ETH and BNB? In the short term. Okay, yeah, in the short term, sure. I, in the long term, that's, like, a big claim. <laughs> if, you, if you think that's a big claim, but I mean, yeah, that'd be insane if it did. Well, I think that there's going to be a, a ton of competing blockchains. I think so, too. And then I think Solana can quickly, especially, I mean, with their user acquisition, the way they're doing the airdrops. I like Solana. They got a lot of hype. They got a lot of momentum. They got a lot of backing. They got a lot of money behind them. The problem them. is they're still like one three hundredth the size of ETH. They're still like, you know, I mean, like... It's Dude, like, they're at like number 13, or no, whatever. I know, like market cap Nothing. Yeah, but I mean, they can like easily. I mean, ETH is is treading on. Like, ETH is treading so a, It's treading a treacherous path, to be honest. Like, ETH, I don't want it to become the one that like screwed it up. But I don't believe that, and I think it'll still keep going up. It won't go away. But like, I mean, stuff moves fast. That's why you actually have to pay attention. I just think like if you're gonna bet a lot of money against ETH, it's like pretty. I mean, like, I know, you, you, right? like, like, you can do that. Well, who's doing that? I'm just people, saying I think that a lot of people are. Really? A lot of people are BNB. Like, there's a lot of people like, looking for yeah, the next. A lot there's a lot of people looking for an eco. A lot of people love Cake. A lot of people love BNB. A lot of people love Polkadot. A lot of people love Cardano. Like, there are a lot of things coming for ETH. Like, I think Cardano could be an e-killer. I think, no, I'm saying with that said, betting against ETH is still stupid. Hard to do <laughs> with all the backing they have. Super dumb. It's tough. But yeah, they're not. They haven't scaled very well. So Man, we gotta well. talk next week about rigs. Yeah, we gotta talk next week. Next about week, rigs. helium rigs. No, no <laughs> Ethereum rigs. 
Ethereum oh. rigs. Get some GTX. Yeah, get some real <laughs> stuff. Like, we gotta do some research. GTX but... through 32,000. No, it's been real. It's a, another good podcast. Um, we got a filet mignon and a ribeye to grill up. So, peace out.